Let's talk about your mountain move. What is it that you need to see moved out of the way? What do you feel is obstructing you so that you can come into a new space, a new level, uh, experience some new horizon or desire that you've been carrying? Your mountain move today on the podcast. This is episode 173. It's a tight Godspeed episode. Tight but right. You be the judge. This is Brian Del Turco. You can explore all of the Godspeed episodes, these tight episodes at jesusmart.com slash Godspeed. Thanks for joining me today. The podcast is heard on Spotify, Audible, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all your favorite listening options. It's syndicated on Facebook at Jesus Smart Real. And now it's emerging into alt tech. Gab, if you go to Gab and just search for Jesus Smart or Jesus Smart Podcast, it'll pull it right up. It's going to be syndicated on Parlor as well. But listen, the best syndication is, you got it, you, word of mouth. If you feel that today's podcast or the podcast in general is something that would add value to people that you know, please share it with them. Word of mouth is the most powerful form of spreading the news. I appreciate it. And it's all about content that moves the needle in our lives. Now, your mountain move. Let's define a term first. What is a mountain? Isaiah 40, 3 through 5, I think, gives us a helpful, healthy take on it. A voice is calling, clear the way for the Lord in the wilderness. Make smooth in the desert a highway for our God. Let every valley be lifted up. Here it is and every mountain and hill be made low. Let the rough ground become a plain and the rugged terrain a broad valley. Why? Verse 5, then the glory of the Lord will be revealed and all flesh will see it together for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. You see, my friend, our primary motivation for our mountain move is that Jesus would be made known that the glory of the Lord will be revealed and that all people in our personal world and even in the world at large as our circle of influence grows, will see it. It's not a selfish pleasure that we pursue. In James 4, James says that we ask and do not receive. This is one of the reasons our prayers are not heard, because we ask with wrong motivation so that we may spend it on our pleasures. It's the selfish pursuit, the myopic pursuit of exercising faith just for our pleasure. James says, you adulteresses, okay, he likens it unto adultery. Do you not know, he says, that friendship with the world is hostility toward God. So we want to ask with right motivation. We want to speak to the mountain with right motivation. And here's the beautiful kingdom mystery things will be added to you. What's coming is a complete realization of the knowledge of the glory of the Lord covering the earth as the waters cover the sea when Jesus comes again and restores all things to himself. But we can prepare in our own lives and in our own circle of influence now a space for a foresampling of that, a witness of that time which is coming and a witness of the one who's bringing it i.e. King Jesus, the glory of the Lord being revealed. So these mountains can be removed out of our lives. Valleys can be raised up so that more of the nature and the capacity of God can be seen by those around us. It's all pointing towards him. 
It's not a selfish aggrandizement of using faith for our own selfish pleasure. You see what I mean? But in this, when you serve the Lord, you will be blessed. It's okay to have sanctified desires for relationships, a home, transportation, work, a career, a business, etc. But these are secondary. Let's connect everything with the kingdom. And Jesus said, if we seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, all of these things will be added to you. I believe we can pray for those things. I believe we can speak to mountains concerning those things being realized. But our first motivation, our core motivation should eclipse all of that. And that is that the name and fame and glory and story of the Lord will be revealed in our mountain moves. Now, is there some world in which we can experience the age to come overlapping into this age? Yes. A little quiz. The answer is yes. 100%. You got an A. All right. We live in the foretaste of what the Old Testament says. There will be a time when the knowledge of the glory of the Lord will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. Everything about the Lord, his name, his nature, the world that he brings, the restored new heavens and new earth, his kingdom and how it works, his kingdom and how it manifests the glory of God and expresses the nature of God and it shows higher design. All of that, I believe, is wrapped up in the knowledge of the glory of the Lord covering the earth. Now, we can, I believe, experience that, a foretasting, a sampling of that now. We become, in a sense, a precursor to that. So is there some world, some experience that we can have where the age to come is beginning to overlap and come into our life now? Yes. The answer is yes. Hebrews 6.5 says we can taste the powers of the age which is to come. That phrase is preceded by a couple of other phrases which are important, like tasting the Holy Spirit and tasting the good word of God. You can read about it in Hebrews 6. Providence co-mingling with our sanctified desires and imagination. So this is really all about walking with the Lord in the cool of the day. It's the best part of the day, really becoming focused upon the Lord and allowing him to speak and to coach and to elevate our game, bringing everything else in our life into a heightened state of blessing and success. Now, I love what Mark Batterson says about the mountain. Go ahead and talk to God about your mountain. But really what we need to major on is talking to our mountain about God. We can't just pray and whine and prattle on about our mountain with God and never talk to the mountain. Mark Batterson is the author of Circle Maker. You may have heard of a great book on prayer. He's the pastor of National Community Church, which meets in movie theaters and metro stops all across Washington, D.C. area. Check him out at markbatterson.com, B-A-T-T-E-R-S-O-N. Now, what did Jesus say about the mountain? He said in Mark 11, verse 22, Have faith in God. Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, 
but believes that what he says is going to happen, it will be granted him. Therefore, I say to you, all things for which you pray and ask, believe that you have received them and they will be granted. Now, there's one more important verse. Whenever you stand praying, forgive. If there's anything that will short circuit prayer and mountain moves, it's unforgiveness in our heart that we carry. He says, if you have anything against anyone, forgive them so that your father who is in heaven will also forgive you your transgressions. That's another major reason why prayers get just killed. James 4 talks about spending it only on our own pleasures. Here, Jesus mentions another big reason, a breach in relational integrity and bitterness and unforgiveness. So I'm going to do another Godspeed episode on this. But for right now, notice that Jesus says, the first thing he says, even before prayer, have faith in God. Truly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and cast into the sea and does not doubt. But if you believe that what you say is going to happen, it will be granted you. Then he talks about prayer in verse 24. All things for which you pray and ask, believe that you have received them and they will be granted you. And then he talks about relational integrity in verse 25, forgiveness. So this all rests upon loving God and our fellow man, relational integrity. It flows out of the womb of prayer. And then we can speak to our mountain for our mountain move. I'll do a part two Godspeed episode. I want to focus a little more on Mark 11. I hope you have found this encouraging and exhortational. I really do think it's an open-ended question, an open-ended horizon. How far we go in this thing we call the kingdom of God and being an apprentice of Jesus developing in him, both in his nature and in his capacity. Would you share this with one or two of your friends? Again, number one form of syndication. JesusSmart.com slash Godspeed for all of these tight Godspeed episodes. Well, I appreciate you. Jesus is brilliant. Let's walk with him. We're going to catch his brilliance in unique ways. He knows how this life works best and the future is totally his. Yeah.